Today's episode is brought to you by the Southern Living Plant Collection. To view our plant collection, find a retailer near you, or buy online, visit southernlivingplants.com. From around the world, across the nation, and up your street, it is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to the new podcast from Southern Living, Ask Grumpy. One of my foremost goals as a grumpy gardener is to have all of my fans be able to grow gardens that are just as beautiful as mine. I'm here with my co-host, Nella McGuff. Hi, Nella. Hey, Grumpy. We have another question today from someone about mulch. Ah, my favorite subject. Some people mulch with pine straw and others use wood chips. Which is better? Okay. The kind of mulch that you should use is the kind that's readily available in your area. Depending on where you live, you can have lots of pine trees and you're going to have, you know, pine straw. You might have lots of hardwoods and then you're going to have hardwood mulch. If you live far down south, a lot of times you have cypress mulch. It's made out of cypress trees. I've seen people use cocoa shells. It really depends on what's available, and the kind of look that you like. I think wood chips or pine straw makes really nice mulch. I like to use pine straw myself because I have longleaf pines in my yard. I get all the mulch that I need. It's an acid-forming mulch as it decomposes, so it's great to put underneath azaleas and stuff like that. Always use a natural mulch. Don't use any kind of manufactured stuff. They have this garbage out there right now. It's called rubber mulch. It's made from ground-up tires. So it makes your garden smell like Talladega. And you can imagine all the chemicals that go into rubber, sooner or later, going to degrade and go into your soil. You don't want that. Don't use white rock, please, especially in the south, because it gets really hot and bright here, especially in the summer. And if you've got that all around your house, when you come out the door, you're going to go blind. It just doesn't look right. Also, please don't use lava rock. Very few people in the South live on the slopes of Kilauea. It just doesn't look natural. So use a natural mulch. You want to use something that's based on wood or pine straw or something like that that's organic because not only does it keep down weeds, and keep the soil moist. As it decomposes, it puts organic matter into the soil. And for soil, organic matter is just gold. I totally agree. We use pine straw. But I have a neighbor that has two beds of that white rock. (sighs) And it is really bright. Yeah, I know. know? And it seems out of place a little bit. Well, just go out to the uh, hardware store when they're not looking. Get yourself some spray paint and, uh, you know, make it a nice... (laughs) <laughs> he probably won't notice. Yeah, oh, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I don't need to do that. And also, don't use that dyed mulch, you know, the one that's all red and everything like yeah. that around your house. The source of color in your garden should not be coming from the mulch. What about black mulch? That's kind of like a trendy thing, right? Well, if that's my only choice is black or red, I'll take black. But see, a lot of these dyed mulches, they're using scrap wood. They grind it up like from old uh, pallets and stuff. Uh, and you never know what kind of wood you're getting. 
Mm-hmm. So I would say go with the natural mulch all the time mm-hmm. or you'll make me mad and you don't want to make me mad. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, Grumpy. Create the perfect outdoor living space for your lifestyle with Southern Living Plants. Southern Living Plants bloom bigger for longer and offer foliage as stunning and healthy as the flowers. They grow more compactly so they fit your outdoor spaces and you can prune less and enjoy more. Dig the good life with Southern Living Plants. View my favorites at plantsbymail.com forward slash Grumpy's Garden and enter Grumpy for an exclusive Grumpy Gardener listener discount. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nella. We are dying to know what your plant of the week is this week. Ta-da! My plant of the week is a wonderful perennial. It's called cat mint. And if you think it sounds like cat nip, that's logical because they are related. They're two different species. You know, cat nip, we think about it for cats because there's a chemical in there that they just get intoxicated with. And I mean, literally intoxicated, just like, you know, I do after I've had a couple beers, right? But cat mint is not really a great garden plant because it's real leggy and it seeds itself all over the place. And the flowers really aren't pretty. doesn't mean you can't have one for your cats. You should always give your cats whatever they want, as we all know. But if you want to have a good garden plant, cat mint is the one you want because this plant has a really nice, tidy shape. It grows into a low mound of maybe a foot tall and then eventually two feet wide or so. But it's sterile, which means it doesn't produce seeds. So why is that good? Well, when plants produce seed, it takes a lot of their energy to produce seed, so they may stop blooming. Cat mint doesn't produce any seed, so it just keeps blooming on and off all summer. The blooms are really pretty. Most of the kinds that you'll see for sale out there, either um, blue flowers or purple flowers, and it doesn't need a whole lot of care. It likes to have good drainage, and it needs to have sun, and that's about it. Uh, By the way, even though it's not as favored (laughs) by cats as catnip, I will tell you that the first time I had it in my garden, my cats found out it was there. That was their favorite place in the whole garden. I come out there and my cat, Jean-Luc, would be, you know, snoozing on top of the plant, you know, looking like he's had one too many. It is a really good plant. You can get it at most garden centers. And for something that's going to make a nice, tidy mound, and give you blue or purple flowers all summer long. It looks so great when it's combined with things that have pink flowers or yellow flowers, white flowers. It's one of my favorite perennials. The foliage is also very aromatic, so you'll like that too. So by it being sterile, it's not going to produce other little plants that pop up throughout. It won't overtake no, it, it doesn't form seeds. The one way that you can propagate it, though, is by rooting a cutting, which is easy. Just pick off a little cutting that's maybe a couple of inches long, and you can dip the end in rooting powder and then put that in potting soil. That's one way you could get more plants, but it doesn't form seeds. So in a garden, sometimes that can be a good thing. 
Okay. Well, if we're wondering where you are, I guess you and Jean-Luc are hanging out <laughs> yeah. in the garden at the cat mint. I'm going to tell you this funny story regarding that. Every afternoon, my wife and I enjoy our happy hour. You know, you hear the glasses coming out. You hear the ice falling into the glasses. Clink, 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 clink. Well, Jean-Luc got feeling like he was left out, like it's your happy hour. What about me? So now, every day, as soon as he hears the ice falling into the glasses, he comes over and demands his happy hour, which is catnip. <laughs> <laughs> like father, like son. Yeah, that's a smart boy. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Steve. Happy to do it. Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on the Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. We'd love your feedback. Be sure to use words like brilliant, wonderful, and life-changing as often as possible. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, that would make Grumpy very happy. You can also find us online at southernliving.com forward slash ask grumpy.